episode 618 of the league cast podcast i am colton blue basket sweat and joining me is aiden rock arts how are you doing aiden hey how's it going it's going pretty good we've got no nick this week he unfortunately is uh, out of town on a work trip i believe so very 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 busy work and work cooper this week mm-hmm. but uh we do have a uh, nice little show for you guys we're going to go over uh, some league cast news, the new news. We got a dev update, some monetization stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about Arena for Guaranteed Guffaw. We've got obviously Roundtable, and then we will be wrapping up the show with Mail Fight. Aiden, how's your week been? My week's good. I played not a ton of league um, overall. Um, that being said, I still am in master, so I have to play like daily, daily-ish, if you want to call it that. Um, it works out to being daily. So I've been playing a little bit. I'm still not super enjoying solo queue, but uh, I am. I did hit my new all-time peak of 375 LP, so can't complain that much, I guess. Um, I think I've boiled it down to something. I think it's only not fun. Okay, it's okay. In in general, I don't like the idea of like sitting in a call by myself and just playing for hours. I don't like that, but like. I think the main thing that's not fun is how angry everyone is all the time. <laughs> um, like, yeah. I, was talk- I was talking to Nick. It feels like not a lot of people like are very good at losing, right? Which I being good at losing is kind of a hard thing to do, I think, for a lot of people. But like, I was thinking, like, if you play five hundred games in a season and you have a sixty percent win rate, you still have to lose two hundred times, right? Um, which, if you're not enjoying any of those 200 games and you're being like an asshole and flaming and being angry not even to mention the game the win up the one games that you won that like maybe you were losing at a point you were getting angry like fuck man that's a lot of time of being angry (laughs) i was like going through my match history um like my last 20 games not including the three i just played um i had 18 people in those games like in 18 of those games there was someone who's like super angry like visibly angry um on like one of the two teams at least like i I, like seeing the enemy teams all chats or my teams whatever um and then like in the three i just played i think someone was angry at all of them so in my last 23 games there's been an angry person in 21 of them right and it's like fuck it just like maybe maybe i'm just like too affected by it but like i'm like damn that brings down the mood when just someone's like super angry (laughs) for like playing a game and i think it really does like it definitely affects like overall enjoyment and it's it's tough because like I, I think it affects game quality in a weird way where I think most people if they were to talk about like game quality they would lean towards and I, and I think this is the majority of it it's just like are people playing well is it like a reasonably competitive thing where like you were able to influence the game mm-hmm. right like there's not one lane that just giga snowballed and you didn't get to play the game but also I do think that like games are lower quality when just like everyone's pissed at each other and like there's a bunch of typing going on and nonsense like that. That doesn't make it fun to win the game or to play the game. Um, you know, I, I 
the last time I played rank, I think a couple days ago, I played three games um, and I got to play one of them. One of them, we had an inter on the enemy team. So I got my free win and then I had the enter that same person on my team the next game and I lost it. And it's like, cool. I <laughs> like, again, wait, right. One of these three games was like playable. And I, I think I lost that one. So it was just like, it, it felt really bad that I played three games and like only actually got to play one and was like down a loss. Yeah. Um, yeah. It can be tough. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Um, either way, other than that, just been kind of hanging out playing stuff watching stuff still playing some Warzone. Um, yeah and then you also played quite a bit of clash though right i played not, not clash <laughs> uh, we did play clash but arena arena is what i was gonna uh, say. i played a little bit of arena i played some I, i've played a so in arena my thing is i only play random um every single game uh so i've played like a little bit with nick i played a little with you colton um I played a little with some other people. And then I also was doing some in-houses for Arena. And in-houses Arena are pretty fun, by the way. It feels, like, pretty easy to run. Um, one benefit is you can just do a thing where, like, the bottom team, like, sits out or whatever. So you have a rotating new two people in every round. Um, and then the cool thing is if you're sitting out waiting for, like, the, uh, like, to get into the next game, you can just queue up at the same time as them. And your game will be done at the same time or before there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which, which is super always... cool. Yeah, it's definitely something that's, like, a plague to regular community games. It's, like, if we're doing, like, in-house ARAMs, and then there's, like, four people left over, and they're like, oh, you four could, like, go play another ARAM, like, just, like, a regular, you know, match-made ARAM. And then, like, how long that game lasts, yeah. and if they're actually going to line up with the next lobby can be such a pain. If they're, like, they get out five minutes early or, like, five minutes late, obviously that problem gets even worse if it's like draft on summoner's rift yeah for arena it's like the games like the the longest games are like one minute like time between like the the shortest possible end game you know what i mean it's like it's like it's really nice they're really consistent so um mm -hmm. i've been really enjoying that playing our uh random every time is just super fun it feels like it's super low stakes um i enjoy it <laughs> uh only thing outside of league of legends that i wanted to talk about was i i put together um every year i like to talk about my favorite games i played and stuff like that um so let me let me talk for three minutes about games i enjoyed this year so i every game every year i like I, I use an app called gg app where like i record every game i play um and my top games of 2023 not necessarily games that came out in 2023 but games that i played in 2023 because i actually only played i think like four games that came out this year um yeah man uh, like who plays games that come out no you gotta pay full price you gotta deal with bugs yeah no i was like looking at it i'm like oh fuck i only played one two three four five games that came out this year and one of them was like a, a fucking uh itch.io game <laughs> so like four real games um but uh, anyways, in, in fifth place, I have the original Paper Mario. <laughs> uh, I finally finished that because I never beat it as a kid. Um, in fourth, I had Life is Strange True Colors. In third, I had Disco Elysium. That game's fucking awesome. I think I just rushed the end. I feel like it would have been higher if like, uh, I didn't rush the end, but I was like tired, but I wanted to finish it one night. Um, in, two, in second, I had uh, Before Your Eyes, which is my... Hey, if, if you have time, you should play this game of the year. Uh game of the year is what i'm gonna call it uh it's like an hour and a half to two hour no 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 in the game of the year was like 140 hours it's called Baldur's Gate 3 <laughs> dude this game like really though i'd recommend anyone from our audience play it it's called before your eyes it came out like two years ago it's like an hour and a half two hours it's like i'm gonna call it a visual novel um 
but it's it's like a story game where you control the game it uses your webcam and you control the game by blinking so every time you blink it like moves forward in the story um and it's very it's sad it's a sad game it's a very emotional game um but it's one of the coolest experiences i had it was like very short it also goes on sale for like three dollars um it, it was great i was not expecting it to be that good um and i would mm-hmm. recommend anyone play it um that's so before wild i was i was so excited about it until you said i had to use my eyes and as you can Dude, tell by how many times i die in a game i don't have eyes just like without spoiling anything it's like kind of like telling the story through like this kid's point of view um and every single time you blink it like moves forward in his life um so it's like time mm-hmm. passing by and it's like fuck that's it dude, it's, it's a really cool way to tell a story <laughs> yeah is it i i guess my first then question with that is like do you ever feel like there's so much going on in like the one frame that you accidentally blink or like have to blink before you can actually look through it all yeah so there, there's times where like it will like have a time where like you can blink like it will no matter what, tell you X part of, like, this... I'm gonna call them chapters while your eyes are open. Um, yeah. And then it's like, fuck, you want to keep your eyes open for longer because there's more and more, like, dialogue going on. It's like, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's cool, though. Um, I'll just uh, put my webcam on, like, a f- fucking still image of somebody or a mask. Yeah, you, I think you can also set it to, like, not use webcam, but I feel like that's definitely the purpose is, like, so oh, yeah. you can get out of it. It's um, It's a bit, like... As much as I think gimmick has like a, a bad yeah, connotation, yeah. like it's it's the gimmick of the game, right? Where it's like, if it was just click to go to the next one, it would feel very different. Yeah, it's a way less powerful story without using your eyes to like pass time. Um, yeah. And then my number one was Lies of P, which is like the Souls type game. Uh, fucking awesome, based on Pinocchio. Uh, really, really good game, and I, it's the game I probably enjoyed the most playing this year. So those, that's my uh, list. Yeah, we were, they were talking about it in uh, one of the other discords, and I was trying to tell them like, "Hey, Aiden says this is really good. If you guys have any interest in it, you should play it." And then, yeah, uh, I don't think they ever ended up playing it. Especially for like, a, like once again, I I mostly play my games through like game services, which obviously I'm paying for, but like they feel like free games. So, <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's really really fun though. Really yeah, recommend you, you, any of those games. If you paid in January, it's free. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's kind of my week. Sorry that I took up so much time, but I, I like oh, playing a bunch of games. I played 57 games this year. Isn't that crazy? That's 56 more than I played this year. <laughs> <laughs> what about your week? Uh, yeah, so I really haven't been playing a ton of games. I've been uh, we've been working on the condo quite a bit, wrapping up some of the flooring and like trim stuff, but that's almost done which will be really nice to like have that out of sight out of mind uh did play a decent amount i think maybe like 10 or so ranked games Uh, i'm back to diamond 2 i definitely need to try and get some games in tonight and tomorrow before i go back home for the holidays so that when i do come back home from the holidays i i don't feel quite as rushed to try and get masters back Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, you know, still playing, uh, support primary, a lot of Senna, a lot of Renata. Uh, it's, it's wild to me how often people comment on how they think Renata was like a bad pick here. That character's really strong. <laughs> I think the character's really strong just generically. Um, and, and I think a lot of like, 
sure there are definitely characters that are like better with her or there's characters she's better against but like there's there's no need for those situations to be met for that character to be viable in my eyes she has a very strong narrative around her about being a like strong counterpick into certain comps character which she is she's insane to certain comps but i think she's a good in general (laughs) yeah and i think i'm trying to remember I think, okay, yeah, it, it was the the game that I picked it, and I, and I don't recall exactly what was picked when, but the enemy team was Maokai, Nocturne, Lux, Jinx, Melio, and our team was very AP heavy with Lissandra Top, Fiddle, Cassidin, Jin. And so, like, obviously, Renata W is, like, not great for Jin because he doesn't utilize the attack speed, like, particularly well. But also, when you've got, like, a Nocturne diving you, being able to get that Jedi and get out of jail free card, where it's like, yeah, he's going to dive you, you're going to die, and then we're going to kill him, and now the one for one is a one for zero. Like, that's really good, as well as just, like, trying to turn a Jinx or a Nocturne on their team mm-hmm. was kind of my thoughts in picking it. Uh, it didn't go particularly well. Our top lane lost pretty hard. Our jungler got gapped pretty hard. I think we ended up losing bottom, but it was close. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like there's the narrative that like she's only viable as a counter pick or in particular comps, which I I don't think is true. Uh, But yeah, that's uh, pretty much it for League of Legends and video games in general. So I guess uh, we'll move it on into League Cast news. I think the only real big announcement we have is that we are moving away from some of the social media platforms that we used to like post roundtables on and grab responses from. Um, we feel like most of our engagement and most of our community is in our Discord. So that is going to be the hub for everything now. Um, we're not going to really be like posting those questions out to Facebook or Twitter slash X anymore. Uh, so if you want to be part of the conversations, if you want to respond to the roundtable, if you want to really be where the community is, it's going to be our Discord, discord.gg forward slash leadcast. You can also go to our website and click a direct link to it. That's where everything's happening. That's where we want to be. And it just makes it easier for us to connect with you guys and kind of have it all in one central place. Hell yeah. Did you have anything to add on that? Oh, uh, that's pretty well it. I mean, I think like <laughs> it definitely comes down to the fact that I'm the only one who uses social media out of like Colton, Nick, and I, and I also think it's just only a bad use of my time. Like, I've I've uninstalled Twitter from my phone because, like, it's just it's mostly negativity on like platforms like that. And I feel like I almost always have positive interactions in our community, so I don't think it's like our community on Twitter that's the issue. It's just that <laughs> it's it's just a bad platform to be on. I think. Yeah, it's like so. you just don't really want to be on Twitter. In general. Yeah, I'd rather just like keep fostering our like actual community that I care about. So. Awesome. Uh, See, that's it for LeakCast news. On to new news. We do have a dev update. I did not watch this video. Did this just come out? It's very short. Um, It's, like, not super, like, uh, important. So, like, it's, it's like, their last dev update of the year. It only covers a couple things, one of which is, hey, split two rewards, which are, the honor reward is going to be an auction skin, which looks 
all right. Um, and then the victorious skin is going to be a Trindomir skin for hitting gold or above, and you get a chroma for every yellow above. And the Trindomir skin is going to be late. It's not going to be out till February because they are behind on it. Um, but that those are the two split rewards. So, yeah, cool. Nice. If you're Trindomir. <laughs> People are, like, mad because, like, tr- victorious skins used to be uh, based on a character that was important in that split of the year. Um, and they're pretty obviously moving away from oh. that with, like, Anivia last split and then Trindomir this split. And there was the... Morgana. When, when was Morgana ever relevant? <laughs> well, Morgana... Wait, when was Morgana? Morgana was, like, early, wasn't she? No, she wasn't. No, early. Morgana was, like, three or four years ago. I, there's no way we can name them all. Um, <laughs> um, I, but there's either... no way I could put them in the right order. I think we could probably get most of the victorious skin. Yeah. Um, so either way, it seems like they're moving away from that. Not directly. They didn't state they're moving away from that, but it also makes sense if they're being like a three split thing. They don't really have time to see how the split's going, choose a character that's popular, and then also make a skin for them in that timeline. Um, but I think that's fine. I don't think it's a big deal just being a random character who like needs it for a role. Yeah, and, and I, like anyone who's complaining where they're like, well, I don't play Trindomir. It's like, yeah, too bad. Like the free shit you got wasn't the best free <laughs> shit, right? It's like, yeah. you, you know, you go to an event and they give you a keychain. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to use this keychain. Okay, you got it for free. <laughs> like it, it's fine. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, they talk about monetization. Monetize, monetize, do you want me where's to say the, it? Where's the extra you. syllable that I'm missing, dude? That's crazy. <laughs> Monet- monetization. Is there... Oh, I think I'm trying to add another syllable, but there's not one. Okay, I think that's the issue. Either monetization um, or monetization, depending on I think on I was trying to say monetization, it. but I was forgetting to say tie. Um, <laughs> either way, the, they talk about monetization. Oh my God, I'm going to kill myself. They talk uh, about the money stuff. That's insane. Big um, monies for Riot Games. And when I say they talk about that, they don't really. Uh <laughs> it's like a really weird like minute and a half segment of the video where they say hey we want to have rewards that people like getting and then we also want to have rewards that are like unachievable that like you can't buy then we also want to have rewards that are like for being part of the community for a long time we also want to have rewards that are for like hitting certain ranks and then they don't really say anything uh then they put out a dev blog about it which also doesn't say anything the only thing it really says is pretty well hey they're going to keep making those expensive skins um but they'll try to make sure that they're like good um and then people have been reading into some parts of it of like oh maybe they eventually will make like a a mastery chroma for characters based on like hitting like x mastery rank i didn't really get that from what they were saying um but like because all they say is it's under champion meaning players who play a champion a ton should be recognized for dedication we know our current champion mastery system isn't doing the job at the moment and we're exploring upgrades in 2024 to me that doesn't read as they're making skins or chromos for every single character um but that's what some people have read it as so (laughs) yeah i I, maybe it definitely could be that it also could just be that like they're gonna add more eternals or maybe they're gonna make like the eternals more visible or something (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Either way, super nothing burger dev blog. Um, they're going to keep making $200 skins yeah. and they admit that they're not worth $200. They, they they admitted that the gin one wasn't and then they were still proud of the echo one, um, which uh-huh. I think there's a noticeable, like maybe like a little bit of a noticeable difference between the two. Maybe not. A t- <laughs> like, I don't know what like makes the, like one of them worth it and the other one not. <laughs> like the worth it part is the fact that it's an exclusive skin that no one else can really get because it's behind a $200 paywall. <laughs> I don't know. Um, kind of a nothing burger, though. 
what I wanted to talk about though, and I think it's the most interesting thing, is they're adding more quests. Um, for those who don't know, do you know like? So quests are the things that sometimes appear in your game, not ranked games, um, between okay, characters. Okay. So I they they are in ranked games. Are they in ranked games? Some of them are, at least. I don't know if all of them, but I believe almost all of them are. Okay. I, I know I because I've been playing a ton of Senna, and so like That's... the Senna Thresh quest is in ranked games. I know the Rengar Kha'Zix one is in ranked games. Those are the only ones I know because I play those characters. Um and yeah, I was just confirming. So they're ad they're adding more of these gameplay champion specific quests. Yeah, I didn't know those ones were in ranked, and these ones are also going to be in ranked. Okay, it sounds so so sounds like they're just all in ranked. I just didn't know those ones were in ranked. Uh, the old ones, <laughs> um, because before there, yeah, is the Kane Rengar one, uh, which obviously if you're playing Kane, you're playing Ren not Kane, uh, Kazix and Rengar. Kazix, yeah, yeah, and you both hit. I think Kazakh has to have his uh, three abilities evolved. Rengar has to have five trophy stacks. It says that it gives you guys a quest where whoever kills the other one first gets a bonus. Rengar gets a sixth bone tooth necklace stack, and or Kazakh gets to evolve his fourth ability. Right um, for Senna, it's Senna Thresh and Lucian are evolved in the Sentinels of Light one, I believe. Um, where Senna gets a hundred souls, Thresh gets a forty souls, um, and then you kill each other and you both get a bonus. I think the bonus is like. Thresh gets like attack range or something. Um, yes, it's based on like the other person's thing. So at least for Thresh Senna, if you kill him as Senna, you get basically the bonus of him collecting souls, which is armor and ability power. Um, I believe if Thresh kills you, he gains attack damage and attack range. Yeah, and critical strike. Yeah, I'm, I found it here now. <laughs> okay. And then the only other one... But the Thresh never kills me because I'm really good at Senna, so I you, always get it. <laughs> you are really good. Um, and the only and I only one, die in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> the only other one that's in the game right now is called Golden Ratio, and that's the one they added with the release of Huey, um, where if Huey and Jin are both in the game and are level 12, uh, it's once again kill each other and you get a bonus. Huey gets uh, magic penetration, um, and Jin, if he kills Huey, gets 4.444 um, lethality. Um, so... It's kind of just like a goofy little haha hmm. -ha thing. But the big news is they're adding three more to the game, Colton. And some people are upset about it. Some people think it's cool. Um, the three that they're adding is one between Renekton and Nasus, where you kill each other after level 11. Um, mm -hmm. and the after, bonus... before, after, you, after you tell me what this one does, can you just tell me one champion for the next one? And, and I'm going to try and guess who the counterpart is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> For the Renekton Nasus one, you at level 11, you get a quest to kill each other. Um, first person to kill the other one uh, makes their alt bigger, last longer, and makes the other one's alt smaller. So they just they don't get as big. Hell yeah, <laughs> big brother time. Which I think is, is very funny. Um, the next one is between Shen and... Uh, Zed, right? Zed! Yeah, it's Shen and Zed. Uh, when they both hit level 11, you get a quest popping up where it's to defeat the other one. If Shen kills Zed, uh, Shen's uh, passive, like, shield thing that he gets is 30% stronger now, uh, which is cool. And if Zed kills, um, Shen... Sorry, oh, Z uh, sorry, this one is, um, Shen has to kill Zed, or Zed has to kill two enemies that are near Shen, which is way more lore, like, related, because obviously Zed mercs a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is really, really cool. Um, and this makes Zed's uh, passive uh, damage, his like uh, like uh, extra damage, whatever, do an extra 2% of targets max HP, which is kind of okay. cool. 
Um, sounds really cool. And then the last one is between, you're never going to get this one, Belveth and... Jax. How the fuck would you get that? Because Jax's new thing is that his lantern is like a Cathian fire. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> that and makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Belveth was like born from the ruins of Akathia that became the thing or whatever the, whatever the fucking lore is. Uh, hey, I know some of it and I think I got that wrong. I think the Belveth, the city, I think it's related to Akathia, but I don't think it actually is. But I got it right. Tell me what it does. Do they just get a bunch of attack speed from each other? This one, I think it's actually like more interesting than the other ones. Uh, so once again, it's a... So it's not killing each other. Once you hit a certain level... Oh, sorry. It's once Baron spawns. It's whoever takes Baron first is you get the bonus, uh, which is kind of cool. So if Belveth gets Baron, um, killing Jax now like makes her... Jax will drop like the empowered void cor- uh, coral for the rest of the game. Like the one that gives her like the three minute yeah, alt okay. form rather than like the one minute alt form. And if Jax kills her, he gets five stacks of her passive. So gets like the shitload of attack speed or whatever. And he gets that every single time he kills or assists her for the rest of the game. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I like these. I think some, I think level 11 is a little early for them. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think part of what made quests so fun is that like, t- to me, is that you didn't get them even every time there was that champion matchup and they rarely affected the outcome of the game significantly, mm-hmm. right? Because if it's like, if you're level 16 as Kha'Zix or Srengar, like majority of the time that game is decided at that point or is like pretty, like, like one side is winning and yeah. that like fourth, you know, evolve or that sixth bone tooth stack is probably not going to change who wins that game. Um, but but I do think, like, if, you know, Zed hits level 11, roams top, it's a 3v3 fight, he gets two kills, and now his passive just does, like, 60 more damage, like, that might influence the outcome of the game, like, more significantly. Yeah, it's cool. I, I like when they have, like, a little bit of impact. Like, so the, the main thing is people are upset that, like, not, no, I would say generally it's well-received, by the way. Um, but I would say people are upset because they don't like this idea of a, a gimmick influencing a game. But I also think it's, like, it's a video game and it's, like, kind of fun. Like, the fact that this doesn't happen every game, because obviously the characters have to be in the game, they have to meet their requirements. I would, I would like it if there was, like, more requirements for it to activate, uh, maybe. So it's not, like, every single game there's a Renekton and Nasus in the game it happens. Um, like, maybe if they both build a certain item or something, it would be cool. Um, yeah. But once again, like, I think it's cool. Even if, like, they were stronger than they currently are being pitched as, I don't think it's, like, game-breaking. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely don't think it's game-breaking. I, I am pretty fine with it because of how rare at least it is currently for it to just be like these champions in the game mm-hmm. but I, I hope they add more quests and I do think that that would be really funny if they like added more really specific quests Yeah, like I think one that could be hilarious would just be if there is another character in the game with the exact same let's call it five completed items oh yeah right like two characters have same boots same you know four legendary items and then like they get a quest and like whoever you know gets it gets like 100 health or something yeah like make it small which like mirror match or something you know dumb like that 
or it's something that brings attention to a fun thing that happened in the game right yeah um yeah one <laughs> one other little thing um that i noticed recently on senna which is a, a fun little silly thing that they like have in the game is um nunu when he dies drops two souls <laughs> yeah which is uh it's it's good when you're against the nunu who's uh kind of running it where you just get those bonus souls <laughs> yeah yeah that's fun um, i think there's but... a couple other characters that drop multiple as well yeah i'd be surprised if there's someone like maybe like a clutter or something or who knows but um so yeah that's that's cool i'm totally down for new quests yeah it's just a fun mechanic i think um it sounds like they're gonna even do more after this round like these are just the ones they're currently like launching with uh in the new season so Mm -hmm. cool yeah I'm, i'm down for it it also makes me wonder if they might turn some of the old like unique passives into quests right where there was like multiple ninjas or like leona damage versus character with sunglasses like i feel like that would be another fun thing to i wonder how many people know about that like uh, if you want to explain it because they they removed it like back in like season five or something uh yeah so that that was there were unique champion interactions that affected gameplay and those were only for normal um, so one of them was if you were playing Leona and your passive sunlight, which is where you like mark an enemy, your ally hits it, it does damage. If that character or that that skin had sunglasses, that damage proc would deal one less damage because you're protected from the sun. Um, yeah. There was like a plants for a zombie joke where if Zyra killed Scion or Scion killed Zyra, I think they got like two permanent health um there was the ninjas thing where ninjas are are solo agents so if you had multiple ninjas on a team they would each lose like one max health per ninja on the team so if you played like a five ninja team everybody just had five less max health um i'm I'm sure there were a lot like there were quite a few but they were also like pretty specific (laughs) yeah and they were like very small things that was like more just hey if you notice this it's kind of like a fun thing uh yeah but nothing too game breaking so it's cool i i like i like that they're trying to have fun with stuff it just feels like a the type of stuff that should be in a video game (laughs) yeah definitely i I, there's there's so many characters that they could like add this to yeah like and have cool quests right like you can go to like the classic rivalries going back to the beginning of the game like there could be a morgana kale quest there could be a Katarina Garen quest, which I think would be so funny if it was just like your spin move gains properties of the other. Where oh, like, that... <laughs> yeah. Right, like after level 16, your Garen E can now apply on hit effects or your Katarina like ult on top of throwing the projectiles also just does damage in an AoE around you very close or something. Yeah. Could be sick. Yeah, that's super fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I think it's a cool thing. We have a roundtable question about that later, so... Awesome, yeah, and the last bit of news there, the Blue Essence Emporium is live. I nice. think, have they added a whole lot to it this time, or is it just back? Um, I think it's, like, everything, like, everything other than the stuff released in the last six months, because people were mad that it wasn't last time, I think. Okay. Um, so it's, like, a lot of stuff. So hopefully you can get the stuff that you want. I still have like 80,000 blue essence to spend. So I'll probably do a little shopping spree after the show. Yeah. I've got 30 K. 
Nice. So that'll that'll get me 15 chromas. <laughs> Hell yeah. Maybe I should go in and disenchant my Yeeshard so I can get one more. <laughs> Dude, you have so many. It's crazy. <laughs> Guess how many. You don't even know. Uh, it's like 33 or something like that, right? It's 31. I don't have quite oh. as many as Dan. Yeah. Cool. Right. That's it for new news. You want to talk about Arena? I do. I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit at the beginning, so we don't need yeah. to go super in-depth. But I love Arena, man. I it, I think it's still my most favorite mode, especially now that I only play random every game. Like, it feels like, fuck, you just... You get what you get, and you just roll with it. And it's super fun. It doesn't feel like you're trying to min-max shit. Um, I wonder if people are getting bored of it if they're not doing that. Because um, I definitely, like, last time, when I was grinding for uh, Gladiator, I think is what it's called, the top rank, um, I was playing, like, three things. And it definitely felt like I was getting bored, especially with, like, the less augments last time. But now that there's, like, double the amount of augments, I'm only playing random, it feels like there's just endless fun. <laughs> yeah, I think the game mode is a lot more fun if you're not trying to play it super competitively. And and I think in general, like, it's easier to have fun in League when you're not quite as results-oriented and not, like, trying to play the meta and, like, become as good as possible, right? Like, at least for me, it's a lot more fun queuing up and playing, like, five different characters in ranked games than than playing the same character, like, five times in a row, and that's the only character I ever play, or at yeah. least typically, right? Like, I'll have little stints where it's like, I'm going to only play Misfortune this month, or I'm going to play 90 games of Senna, but generally I'm trying to play a whole bunch of different stuff all the time, and I think that's a more fun way to play the game. I think especially, like, for you with how you've not been enjoying Ranked, playing a, a less competitive mode where people don't care, they're not going to be upset and flaming you, like, you're just going in there having a good time, like, League of Legends is a fun game, and it becomes a lot more fun when you take away some of the things that, in other game modes, right, like, can ruin the fun. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. There's definitely, like, less things that, like, I mean, once again, at the end of the day, you're losing arena points if you lose, so, uh, like, not only are you maybe less upset, like, like not you, like, the general you, um, if you lose a game, but also your enemies, like, if you beat someone, even if you're playing something that's kind of, like, lame or cheesy, at the end of the day, they're losing 20 fucking fake arena points, <laughs> so, so, like, there's just such a lower chance of someone actually getting upset, actually wanting to, like, flame you about it. Um, yeah just it's just nice i like it's just a way healthier environment <laughs> that being said i have had a couple people be mad but it's usually yeah when like you play something like cheesy um but once again it's in the game like even um i'm not sure if you've seen the the one arena strat that they're i think they're trying to nerf it um there's a strategy where you play yumi and then with a tank um and all you do is you try to avoid the enemy team um and you just take the portals because yumi can take the portal with the tank um but don't, like, and the then just everybody just burns and nobody interacts yeah, and it's like once again, I it's it's super beatable for sure, and but like maybe it is like not in the spirit of the game. Um, like I would hate to probably see that every game. Um, but I also think it's like fun that someone came up with that, right? Um, yeah, and I, and I don't think it's very far from strategies of like playing Poppy Alistar or even yeah. just like playing Singed, right? Where it's you know some people are playing for the zone, and I think that that's okay. Yeah, as long as it's, like, beatable and, like, or whatever. I just don't think it's, like, actually ruining the game as much as people think. Um, and if it is, then I think, like, Riot can just tweak some things rather than removing it all outright. <laughs> but, 
I don't know. It's like even that, like I don't mind. I'm, I, I think it's more unique than anything else. Um, it's just cool. It's like, oh, like you're using this mechanic of like there's portals in the game now, but only one person can take the portal, but Yumi can also take it with the person. So like the idea of like they have to run across the map to the portal and then you just take the portal back or they split up and then you just fight them in the two view. <laughs> like, it, it's a brilliant concept, whoever came up with it. The issue is definitely the fact that I think it's the most played duo in the game mode, which is it's still a super low pick, right? Uh, don't get me wrong, but like, <laughs> that's probably I think where the frustration comes from. It's like, fuck, people are not creative because one person was creative and then everyone else takes it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That being said, I fucking had a blast playing uh Poppy Alistair, was it? That one game we played together? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I'm I'm definitely like excited to get out and play like random characters. Cause there's certainly yeah. like times you're like, oh, this will be like a really fun combo to try. But I, I agree with you, like it, it's it's still okay if you're like playing the same character every game and like trying to figure out like what what are their best augments, how do we play against certain comps, but I think it's a lot more fun to just, like, goof around in the game mode. Yeah, for sure. Especially awesome. when it's not serious. Um, cool. Do we want to move on to the roundtable? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so last week's question was, get your salt out, complain about a champion. Why, what are you, uh, why are you complaining about them? Um, we got lots of responses on Discord, uh, which is our hub for answering all these questions now. Um, Casey Stranger said, I really dislike like the way Silas uses a lot of ch- champions' ultimates better than they do. It feels unnecessary, uh, like an unnecessary fuck you uh, to the Malphite and such of the world. Never mind, I play some support of him. <laughs> that is always frustrating <laughs> um, when he just does your ultimate but better. Um, I feel that a lot on Tom Kench because he gets to build a shitload of AP. Um, so he eats me and then spits me out for 50% of my max HP. <laughs> yeah. But that's all, that's all right. Um, Brandon said, besides my undying hatred for Darius passive, Yon has to be one of the most broken champions in the game, and whoever plays this champion needs to be locked inside. <laughs> People hate Yon, man. <laughs> um, Saigonic said, Akshan should not exist, not in lore or in game. I believe that, uh, there is... I believe he had no reason to be in the Sentinels of Light story. He took away from a possibility of a much more satisfying ending of Senna, uh, Lucian Senna w- getting the winning shot. His kit has zero cohesion. He has a marksman with wave clear uh, or an assassin with a targeted targets marked by allies dying. The revive mechanic, the scoundrel mechanic, and the grappling hook mechanic all could have been uh, expanded to be the focus of a new character each. Instead, they are all crammed together in one kit. Um, I disagree with everything there, but I do understand people fr- people's frustration with him. So, yeah, I like Akshan. Um, and then last but not least from Coda, they said, uh, Riot August was 100% right. Uh, Zed is the most uh, aggravating character in the game to play against. Stupidly safe, almost no downtime, so much damage that ca- comes out of seemingly nowhere. If you didn't see that, there was like a, a Riot August on his stream said like, hey, we're going to intentionally keep Zed weak because he is very frustrating to play against. And a lot of people lost their shit about that yeah um, i i heard about that i was listening to the broken by concept they were talking about that a little bit and about the conversation around balancing for high elo versus low elo yeah um it's just one of those things where like, i i do think ban rate is actually a really good thing to balance around like overall ban rate like at any elo if, if a character is like over x ban rate in any elo it feels like that's probably more important to nerf than yeah a character with a high win rate you know what i mean because yeah like, there's perception matters almost more than actual balance Mm -hmm. in some cases right because like it doesn't matter 
if a character is good, if nobody's playing it, it doesn't matter if a character is bad, if everyone hates playing against it. Like, you know, those... And fucking look at Morgana, dude. Morgana's been, like, the, one of the highest ban rate supports in lower ELO for eternity. Years. And I think most people think she's the worst character in the game, or, like, bottom 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, good answers. Uh, this week's question is, uh, develop a quest for a uh, quest similar to the Santa Thresh or Rengar Kazakh's quest. Who's involved? What are the conditions? And what are the rewards? Oh, God, I have so many um, that I could do. I'm going to go with one that I think is a little bit more out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to add a quest between Galio and Cassiopeia. And I'm going to make it the standard just like whoever, like when they both hit 16 and if Galio gets the takedown, um, instead of like when he's facing Cassio Alt, he gets stunned. It's just a 99%. Like he can't get stunned by it anymore. Ooh. Right. Cause he's already a statue. You can't turn yeah. him to stone. Um, but if Cassio gets the kill, maybe she gets just like permanent magic resist or I like that. Like, I think, yeah, like permanent magic resist. That's sick. Um, I think mine was once again. It's gonna be for Tom Kench. We get it. Um, no, and it's based off of the one voice line where he has with Fizz, where it's kind of implied that he might have like genocided Fizz, Fizz's species. Um, so if Tom Kench kills Fizz, what happens is when Tom Kench uses his W, uh, based on the range that you cast it at, is like how big the AOE is. So if you cast it like like small range, it's like regular size for the W AOE. But if you cast it max range, it's like double the size, kind of like how Fizz Shark works when you throw it. Uh, yeah, I that, feel like you'd have to do it inverse for it to be balanced. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it'd be bad if you could just max it. But either way, like I like the idea of like it being bigger and you're just a big shark mm-hmm. coming out of the water. Uh, and then if Fizz killed Tom Kench, what would happen is when Fizz hits his shark, uh, it's Tom Kench who comes out of the ground and he, he suppresses them in his mouth for like a second after he eats, uh, after like they get eaten if they don't die. Hell yeah. yeah. I, would, <laughs> I have another variant of it that I think yeah, yeah. would be funny um would be when if tom if tom kench wins if he ults an enemy and spits them out he spits them out and then a shark immediately comes up and knocks him up again for like half a second oh yeah right he just like spits them into another shark i actually like that a lot yeah (laughs) that'd be so sick and then you don't have to learn the animation cancel yeah (laughs) cool uh that's great um if you guys want to let us know uh what um quests you'd develop for league and who's involved what are the conditions and what are the rewards you can hit us up on our discord just our discord not on social media just on our discord discord.gg slash leaguecast go into our roundtable section and post there we'll have lots of cool discussions about it yeah we also added a thread to that channel if you guys have ideas for roundtable questions if you think you've got a good one go ahead put it in there and we'll we'll be looking out for those questions yeah casey stranger and chunky monkey uh put a couple in there already so Hell yeah. Thank you for the suggestions. Up to the final section, we got mail fight. I think we've got, what, one, two, three, four emails here. Five? Five emails. Nice. First one from Casey Stranger. Howdy, Leadcast crew. I'm writing in because I just hit gold for the first time, and I wanted to share a few observations and experiences that I thought might help others struggling with a ranked climb. First, lots of folks have complained about losing more LP in a loss than they gain in a win, and I definitely have experienced that. For most of my climb, I lost a few points more than I gained, and it can be really frustrating. 
The thing is, demotion protection exists, and that often leads to losing way less LP than you otherwise would have. When I calculated my average gains over my whole climb from bronze 2 to gold 4, I netted plus 28 per win on average. Obviously, there are more extreme circumstances than mine, but I think that the rank system actually works pretty well for me. Second is the number of games that it took. This season, I played about 228 games with a 53.5% win rate, so I was playing above my rank, but only slightly. The main thing to say is if you're playing just slightly above your rank, you will climb, but it will probably be slow and involve lots of ups and downs. This isn't original advice, but I think it's true. Focus on improvement. Try to enjoy the game. It all feels worth it once you meet your goal. And even if you don't meet your goal, you can grow a lot by trying, Casey Stranger. Yeah, I think that's a great email. I'm, I'm glad you hit your goal. Um, I I was thinking about this a couple days ago. I think there, there's a possibility for them to somehow make it so that obviously there's a visible rank and then your actual like MMR, right? And those are obviously separate things that are slightly tied together. I think there's some merit to make it so that your MMR and your visible rank can only be so far separated on the bottom side, right? Like I, I don't think anyone's complaining about the fact that they're playing in a harder game, but they're getting plus 30 minus 25 or whatever um the main complaints obviously come from when you're in you're a plat one player and you're playing in plat four lobbies so you're getting plus 20 minus 30 right i think most of those people would rather be playing in plat two lobbies and getting you know plus 27 sorry plus 25 minus 27 right just like a slight uh decrease yeah um, obviously there's there's things that could happen if you fuck up the rank system too much um but, like, I think Riot wants to keep the separation of visible rank and MMR, or else they would have changed this years ago, because um, I'd say there's an overall dissatisfaction with that. Um, but I do think there's things they could tweak to make it maybe feel better, right? Yeah, I also think potentially they could just add a little indicator on, like, your rank if it gets to the point where your MMR and your rank are drastically out of step, like... If your MMR is more than 200 LP, maybe, or I don't know what the number cutoff would be, but like it could give you like, right, like a little exclamation points like, hey, your current rank is significantly higher than your MMR. Like, expect that you will win less than you gain, or like you'll lose more than you win. Yeah, even if it explains it to people, that would help. Like, anything would help. It's such a fucking convoluted system that no one understands. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to go fucking full nuclear like some people and say, hey, there should be a button to, like, bring your visible rank down to your MMR rank, um, which... I mean, like... I, on I the surface, people, it sounds like a good idea. <laughs> people say that, and then, like... But what they're actually saying is, like, yeah, I'm okay losing, like, 100 current LP, because nobody ever asks for this when their MMR is higher. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, then there's the reverse situation, like, can I just press a button if I haven't played my games and just like instantly get to my MMR. Yeah. I guess it's like the idea is that it's pure de demotivation. Even if it's like a fair system where if you play enough, you'll get back to whatever and you'll fix it. People would rather immediately hit something and then in theory lose 200 LP or 300 LP to fix it. Um, yeah. I don't know how many people would actually click that if that was a button though. I think a lot of people will talk the talk of wanting to click that, but I do think a lot of people, the reason why they feel so demotivated is because they are so tied to their, their visible rank, right? Um, yeah. 
(laughs) And I'm sure there are some people that would click it and they'd rather just have a good experience where they gain 25, lose 25 um, at a lower MMR. Um, But also a lot of people like having fucking Emerald over Platinum. (laughs) Definitely, yeah. And I think for me, I, I wouldn't hit that button, but I definitely would hit the button that says make MMR and visible rank the same thing. Yeah, I hit yeah. that button. <laughs> and you, you're always locked to plus 25, minus 25. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. As long as, like, matchmaking is, is like... Yeah, within good. a point or two of that, of course. Right, right yeah, like, like 24 to 26. I, I would rather see that be the case, where it's just like, yeah, always 24 to 26. Generally, it's 25. But if they had to, you know, finagle things a little bit because of who, what players are online, maybe you get more or less. Oh, another thing that's it's kind of related to this. Um, the higher elo you get, like the more you play with the same people, especially if you queue up multiple games in a row. Um, fuck, I always think about this, dude. One of the best feelings in in League of Legends at higher elo um, is losing lane to someone at like who who beats you in lane, and then play, queuing up again and playing against them again and beating them. I think that's like a really good feeling. One of the worst feelings that I experienced this week is you play against someone in lane who's just better than you. Like I played against this Aatrox main who's who's like a GM Aatrox main. He's really good. Fucking crushed me. Um, and then I queue up again. Guy locks in Aatrox. I'm like, fuck, it's probably him. Uh, and it's him again. And I, I did better the second game, but he's still, it's just like, oh, fuck, this guy's better than me. And it just felt like this only happens because I'm at such a higher ELO that like, <laughs> I'm going to just queue into the same people queue. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so many variants of that. And that's part of why like, I, that's... <laughs> Something I I miss about being like higher elo and like a, a lower player base was getting that more often because mm-hmm. to me the one that I'm always like looking for especially because like I'm not like I don't I don't really play lanes as often and I don't play I feel like as much in a way where like winning lane matters so much versus like top lane obviously like winning lane is how you define who who's better in that role. Uh, in a lot of instances at least but for me it's always like you have whether it be like an ally or an enemy but like somebody talking shit calling you bad and you queue up again and they're on the enemy team and you're like all right let's go let me put this person in the ground and i think it's more satisfying to me when it's like an ally and it's like yeah we lost last game and the jungler is telling the top laner it's their fault and the top laner is telling me that it's my fault and i'm like no it was actually like the mid laner's fault you guys are all dumb and then yeah. I, I, I get up against that top laner next game and i'm playing jungle it's like oh g- give me that lp give me it <laughs> yeah it's a cool feeling yeah cool um yeah that next email i guess uh is from rao rao <laughs> that's probably your name uh, good day, uh, leaguers and fellas. I am a bard main. Uh, for, I am the bard main from the previous episode, and I wanted to ask for your thoughts and maybe advice on not getting tilted. I love uh, playing lol, but I'm very competitive, and if I lose in an unfair way, I get pretty mad. Sounds pretty weird coming from a bard main. Nonetheless, hope you all have a good uh, have slash had a good holiday, depending on when this comes out. Chiming regards. Um, so I'm assuming it's just more, yeah, like losing, how do you not get tilted in general speaking? Um, I think the <sighs> biggest thing, as, assuming that you're playing ranked at like, this is like the most base level is, uh, not completely caring about your points. Um, if you do put a lot of emphasis on points, like you, you want to find someone to blame for why you lost 27 LP, right. And why you spent that last half an hour losing. Um, yeah. and I think that's a 
good thing to get out of because you're assuming you have a 50% win rate, man, you're, you're losing half your games. Uh, so you better learn to lose gracefully. <laughs> yeah. I, I also think there's something to be said, like right away in, in the question, the premise of if I lose in an unfair way, I get pretty mad. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think taking away that mentality entirely, like, you lost in an unfair way. Like, what do you mean by that? Because I'm assuming think... it's based on like teammates, like not playing well. Like, I don't think it's like, Oh, I lost to X OP character. I don't think he's like saying it in that way. I, I think it's like no, kind but... of like bad teammates, trollings, like the classic gauntlet that people run. Yeah. But I, I think a lot of those are like overemphasized pretty badly. For sure. Right, where it's like, okay, like, they weren't actually inting, like, they just lost lane, and, like, that game was playable, or, you know, were they actually AFK, or did they, like, disconnect for 15 seconds, um, you know. Was the game already lost? Not that, like, it's good for someone to troll after the game is lost, but I've been thinking about this a lot, because I was like, fuck, how many of my, like, last 20 games are, like, lost on someone trolling on one of the two teams? Um, And I was like, "It's, it's a decent number. And then I started thinking about it, like, and it's not good that, like, my Zaya or my Colony in two games that I remember, like, burn all their summoners in base and, like, just run down a lane or whatever. Um, but also, the game in both those scenarios was over. Um, not saying it's right, but, like, it's not like I, I I should look back on the game and go, we lost because of this person trolling. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I would just, you know, I, I think that's another, as you're talking about, like, focus on trying to improve. And I, I think it's a lot easier to be in the mindset of blaming someone else when you chalk things up to like i lost and it wasn't fair like i didn't get to play here um you know trying to avoid that mentality even though like that's very difficult to do yeah i agree good luck man just try to like once again it's a video game at the end of the day so i hope that uh you're spending it in in a good mood most of the time i guess probably the best way to look at it yeah Next email is from Rippin' Fat Doinks. Good morning, Leadcast crew. Rippin' Fat Doinks here once again to tell you that I have been promoted to Emerald 4 for the very first time, playing almost exclusively Diana Mid, a little Trevor Disciple. It's been a wild ride from the shit pits of Silver to the shit pits of Emerald. Glad to have achieved not one, but three consecutive ranked goals this split. My sights are now set on a new and shinier goal not playing anymore uh, i will probably stick to casual game modes like arena and aram until season 14 i just don't like how the game is played at the moment and any attempts to go against the grain cause a lot of frustrations not worth the headache in my opinion anyways hope you guys are well and thanks for the show looking forward to see some things shaken up next season p.s fuck oriana every soy jack drone faker wannabe plays that champ she farms safe trades safe and God help you if you step up for that little crumb of last hit, you will stand back and wait patiently as you watch her slurp the midwave and go ward 15 different bushes. You will not step up and contest the midshove or Hecram will always be in your bush, ready to make you his Kool-Aid queen. It's simply business. And no, your jungle will not gank her ever, even though you've managed to freeze the slow push wave next to your tower they're too busy dying 2v1 with the support after trying to invade Udir with no sweeper or pinks. 
You thought you'd be getting it help. Keep dreaming, kid. Welcome to mid lane. PPS, I still always permaban Akali. Champion's damage is not okay. And Shroud is an ability that was designed by someone with legitimate brain worms. How is that champion can stay in the shadows and still be this OP? Makes me wonder if Riot even cares about balance. Apparently they don't with their latest statement about Zed. Anyway, peace. I do think Akali's really strong. Yeah, I think she's really, really strong. I she, she's I one of those characters that has a shitload her. of base damage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, what if you get hit by her fucking? I mean, remember they when they did that change like a long time ago, where they like doubled her E damage. Um, yeah, that's still alive, man. Like, yeah, her her shuriken flip. You get hit by a level five shuriken flip, um, and it does four hundred and fifty base plus eighty five percent AD plus one hundred and twenty percent AP. <laughs> it does so much fucking damage. <laughs> so dude. much damage, dude. That's like more than an ultimate. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I agree. She's pretty frustrating. Um, but yeah, and also Oriana got nerfed today in a micro patch, so hopefully that makes you happy. Cool. Last email from Dippy. My usual, uh, group for Clash has been having some issues lately between finding out that one of my, uh, longtime friends and roommate was a pathological liar to another friend getting overworked by two jobs and a few random things. I flew solo this Sunday in ARAM Clash, but fellow lead cast listener C-dubs and their friends let me in as a free agent and they were really nice people. I think it's lovely that when all else is in chaos and I can expect this community to be kind and fun to be with, Dippy. Uh, that's very nice. Yeah, people are always looking for Clash teams on uh, the day of Clash. Um, usually a bit of chaos to try to find a team and get it all put together. Um, but I always recommend that people like look if you ever want to play with people. Yeah, and even like the free agent tool like in client yeah. for people who aren't like in our Discord. I haven't used it often, but I've not really ever had like a bad experience like joining a team or being like mm-hmm. or getting a, a fill person with that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, people just want to play League, so. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like people are also just, like, way less toxic if you get into a call. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah, so that is it for the show. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do our wrap-up. You can email us, mail at leaguecastpodcast.com. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kinglardo, bluebasket, and leaguecastfrost if one of us happens to be streaming. Don't tweet us or hit us up on Facebook. We're probably not going to be checking those almost ever anymore. But do visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. You can also find our Discord link there, discord.gg forward slash leadcast. Discord is where it's happening. If you're not in there, you should join. If you've joined and aren't paying attention and have notifications off, what are you doing? You're a crazy person. Get in there. Join in the conversation. Start a thread. Post some stuff you're working on. There's tons of channels, tons of conversations. We'd love seeing Tell me what your favorite game of the year was. Yeah, true. And finally, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash leadcast. Become a two-mo or maybe even a three-mo, and that way Aiden can afford to play more games next year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that is everything for the show. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.